Hello and welcome everyone to episode 87 of the App EVs podcast. I'm your host Chris Rogers and this week's episode will focus on the Aptera news for the period between November 6th and November 12th, 2022, which will be about the opening of the Tesla charging standard and an upcoming webinar with Alafit. Hello everyone, I hope that you all had a great week. The biggest news of the week came in on this Friday and it's very good news for Aptera's plans to use the Tesla charging standard for their vehicles, which we learned about officially with, it had been speculated for a while and we learned about it officially with the reveal of the Gamma prototype. On Friday, in a posting on Tesla's website, they announced that they've opened their proprietary connector plug design to the world. I guess that's their words. Accompanying this announcement is uh, the statement that they're changing the name of their Tesla connector to the North American Charging Standard, or NACS for short, or I guess they're hoping to shift that change. And so people aren't just calling it the Tesla connector is an indication of the fact that it's an open standard and they're hoping that more companies will adopt it. It's now called the NACS or North American Charging Standard. And this is uh, quite simply pretty, or it's huge news for Aptera since as we already saw, they have included the, the Tesla connector in their designs of the vehicle. They believe that it's the best option, the best technological option going forward for not just electric vehicles in North America, but just for the, the industry and for their company. They're focused on efficiency. That particular design meshed most or most closely with their own goals. Uh, I'm curious about this. It doesn't go into this, but I am. My first thought was was curious about what this means globally as this focus. I mean, in their name, calling it the North American Charging Standard. Clearly, they're starting in the U.S. and North America before expanding elsewhere with with opening up in the in the globe. I don't anticipate that this will have much of an impact in the EU it, because I believe the CCS standard is is fairly standard to the point that. Tesla's own vehicles come equipped with the CCS plug. They don't, uh, I, I think they come with both. So, you know, that's uh, in a way the ship is sailed, but it hasn't in the U.S., which is why they're taking a more, I guess, aggressive or active step in encouraging companies to adopt it. And by opening up this design, Tesla is, is perhaps making it in another way. My other thought is they're making official what, possibly were background conversations and negotiations between Aptera and Tesla for quite some time. I mean, from the initial, the major reveal video that I personally became aware of Aptera back in December of 2020, um, was that December 2020? December 2019, when, when they did the first reveal, and eagle-eyed observers noticed that the Tesla plug was used in the vehicle. So going back to then, that may have been the the start of whatever those conversations were between Aptera. Everyone speculated that it was about getting access to the supercharging network, which may still be in play, but the most immediate dividends are related to this Tesla connector plug, both the plug that would be in the vehicle and what would connect to it, to plug it to different uh, I guess, whatever charging stations. And I'll say this, while purchasing the parts for different prototypes, you know, I in my mind, that was always completely separate from having the express authorization. 
And the big question in the back of my mind when Aptera announced that they wanted the entire U.S. to adopt the Tesla connector standard and that they would be going forward with that, the, the question in my mind was, well, what does Tesla think about this? The company has made statements in the past, certainly, about opening up its patents in an effort to encourage the adoption of uh, expanded use of electric vehicles. But you know, quite frankly, I've always been uneasy given the fact that no other company had really tested the seriousness of that offer, at least in a courtroom. No one, no judge came down and said, no, based off of these statements, you, you know, X company has unlimited access and an open license to use Tesla's technology since that had never happened you know there were doubts in my mind and that was combined with the fact that Tesla itself is an incredibly fickle company and they make statements all the time and before walking them back so this this posting on their website that is that is indicative of the more affirmative steps that I was hoping to see that would actually ensure a lot more security for Aptera's purposes and using this Tesla connector. So going back to Aptera, you know, the the online campaign that they've been pushing for a few months now, uh, which, you know, the messaging and that, that's been incorporated in multiple presentations that they've had about their plans to use the Tesla connector. You know, for me, it they the company itself, Aptera, seemed dead set on using Tesla's connector. And, and it makes a lot more sense to me now if there, if part of the background conversations that Aptera was having with Tesla, they received at some point some assurances that their hopes of using Tesla connector wasn't just a, you know, it wasn't just a pipe dream. It wasn't just them going, oh, you know, you know, we're going to try to advocate for this and then have to walk that back at some point. If, if they've had conversations where basically they were told by Tesla, oh, no, you know, this seems great, you know, go go ahead then then that would make sense why they were so i guess public about their their interest in the standard and their plans to incorporate it within the designs of their vehicle getting back to the web page announcement and you know what the details are there it also states that network operators already have plans in motion to incorporate the nacs that's the tesla connector at their chargers so Tesla owners can look forward to charging at other networks without adapters. Similarly, we look forward to future electric vehicles incorporating the NACS design and charging at Tesla's North American supercharging and destination charging networks. Um, so a few things there. You know, the other part of my concern with using Tesla's connector, uh, which again, I'm, I'm gonna keep using that in, until the North American Charging Standard, NACS. If that gains in popularity and, and people understand that that means a Tesla connector, then I will start using that. But until then, just for clarity's sake, I will refer to it as the Tesla connector because everyone will know what I'm talking about. But my other concern was, you know, was the utility of a cable that's only going to be used for a Tesla supercharging network. That first part of that statement, though, it, it if that's true that network operators already have plans in motion to incorporate that the Tesla connector in their chargers, then that means that an, an Aptera owner won't need, won't absolutely require access to the Tesla supercharging network 
in order to in order to have a high amount of utility you're not going to just be hit with the added cost of having to get to purchase the tesla connector to ccs adapters which uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure every single tesla owner owns just for for practicality's sake um and so you know I, again the assumption i think that everyone went in was that well you know aptera is going to get access to the supercharging network and the second part of that phrase that we you know look forward to destination charging at tesla supercharging network and then yeah, that they are indeed going forward with their plans to open it up to other companies but it's again that will be a bonus for aptera owners there apparently are other charging networks in in the u.s in north america at least that are going to use that connector and so that's that's good news all around um you know i guess you know if i were to speculate a bit in a, to answer the question well you know why is tesla tesla doing this in in my mind i, I think it's the it's the first part of that statement of you know tesla owners can look forward to charging at other networks i think it's amongst the in the within the ev community it's widely believed that the tesla supercharging network is the best overall high-speed charging network that exists at least in in the united states and north america and so you know that that's one of the key benefits as a tesla owner however just because there's this huge range you know this is great option if if other charging networks stop uh, using the ccs standard and they switch over to the tesla connector then that is just going to make it even easier for for all tesla owners they can already charge at those stations now but they're not going to require that the adapter the the tesla charging plug also is capable of high speed charging and, and so it makes sense it, I think this is something that Aptera uh, co-CEO Chris Anthony has made the comment about that if if these state and federal entities, uh, I guess there's one federal entity in the United States, but if these if there are government incentives re- related to building out the, an expensive high-speed charging network infrastructure, the investment should be made in the best available technology option and and. And from the Aptera perspective and from other people's perspective, objectively, if you look at the simplicity of the design in terms of the size of the Tesla connector, as well as its capacity for high-speed charging, it makes far more sense to build out using the Tesla connector than using than, than building other charging standards. And so from the Tesla perspective, it, they're they're looking to make it easier for the owners of their vehicles so it's easier for them to use other charging networks that will also expand the availability of high-speed charging which will reduce the you know the strain on their network you know they're basically offloading some of the costs as well as you know they're opening it it up but i'm sure they're you know they're they're hoping for some you know some positive kickback there you know that that will hope will hopefully improve their overall revenue streams. That's what I'm speculating from my perspective, why they're trying to do that. It basically makes everything better for anyone who owns a Tesla vehicle right now within North America. So, you know, great news for Aptera that, you know, that they may have already known this internally and they just weren't able to talk about it for a while. But, you know, congratulations to them that this is something that we all know is not going to come to bite them down the line and they weren't going to have to make all these redesign changes for their delta prototype 
because they weren't going to be able to do that. Now we know that that's not the case, and Aptera is going to get to be able to use the most efficient and compact charging option. The next news story of the week is really just a short announcement that I was hoping to make folks aware of. There will be an upcoming webinar about Alafe's Hub Motors next Tuesday, November 15th at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. European Central Time. I think that's what that I think that's what that 5 p.m. time is. According to the announcement, the webinar will be focused on the durability and how they've managed to achieve reliability in extreme driving conditions. It will include a 20 to 30 minute presentation followed by a Q&A round. I have a, a separate work commitment at the same time, and so I'm probably not going to be able to attend the webinar, although fingers crossed, maybe you know, I'll, be able to, I'll be able to do both. And I'm, I'm really just hoping that there's going to be a recording of the webinar available later. There are a few, uh, there are multiple Aptera-focused YouTube websites that have uploaded recordings of, of uh, webinars in the past. And so, you know, hopefully someone is going to, to do something along those lines and, and I'll be able to actually catch it, even though I won't be able to see it live. And, and then I'll probably include some, some comments and feedback in the next upcoming episode. Um, uh, in, uh, I, I have to say this, you know, what's exciting to me about the, the announcement of this webinar is this will be the first, as far as I know, the first major Alafe presentation since one they did way back in early 2021. I think that's when the, they, they, there was a joint webinar where they spoke with Aptera's team and about the hub motors and, and how they work. And in the time since, they've, they've been announced as the hub motor supplier for Lightyear, which is the other major solar electric vehicle company. And they've reportedly improved the design for Aptera's own vehicle. And I'm curious about the changes that they've made in terms of I mean, all the usual suspects when it comes to Aptera. You know, what is the impact on efficiency? Since we're talking about the motors, what's the impact on power? And since it's hub motors and something a bit unique, and I guess this is the main focus, what will be the impact on durability? Also, I'm hoping to hear more about regenerative braking with the hub motors. It's been stated in the past that the, I believe it's the larger lever arm that's inherent to the way that a hub motor functions. I think that's what it is, but that increases the regenerative braking capacity somehow. And I'd like to know more about what that means in practical terms. I've included the registration link in the show notes of this episode, and I highly recommend that you attend and check it out. And that concludes episode 87 of the Apt EVs podcast. I hope you found this episode interesting. If you enjoy the podcast, please tell a friend so that we can continue to grow this app terror movement. I also include my referral link in the show notes, which you can use for $30 off your $100 refundable deposit for an Aptera. Also, review the podcast on whatever podcasting platform preference of your choice. We're available on Anchor FM, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, etc., etc., if you have any questions or feedback, including corrections, please send those to aptevspodcast at gmail.com 
or assuming it still exists, you can find me on Twitter at, at apt underscore EVs podcast. Thank you to OS50 for the song Movies. And in the words of Jeff Kanata, think about what you put out into the world. Make it a better place. 